Look at the rig. <laughs> Look at this thing. Big rig. That's what they call me. Big I've rig. got a rig too. It's it's basically the size of my thumb, and Max bullied me into purchasing it. But I did. This is cool too. No blink any kind. Max, you yeah, did Max need better audio quality. This little guy. There we go. Check out that baby. See Ooh. That? That's waffle. What is up? I am Max Siskind. I'm Max Berger. We're back with another amazing episode of Max and Max in the Morning. Morning. Uh, the only podcast, again, we record at night. We are thrilled to welcome our next guest. Max, do you want to tell the people who we've got in the Skype call this eve. Sure. This is a mutual friend for many of us. He's the best man at our wedding. He just spent months in a different continent, but he's back <laughs> and we want everyone to know. Please welcome Jeremy Baum. Thank you. And I'm glad yes, to be. The moratorium has been lifted and Jeremy is gracing us with his presence on our computer screens. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. It's an honor. But yeah, Jeremy, let's start there. What What's been going on? How's uh, being back in the States, being back stateside after your Where long you leave? Little, little summer in, in Europe vacation has been great, but I, I got to tell you what, it's great being back in the USA. Something about the air, it's a little freer here. If I do, if I do oh. say something. Oh, you can tell? <laughs> yeah, just, just something about the sense of it all. What is one thing that you missed, like hot dogs or like the time zone or hamburgers or like working during normal hours or grilled cheese or? I'm glad that you really honed in on the biggest things first because it was the hot dog. <laughs> so much facts that our current residence is on top or right next to a hot dog restaurant that Ooh, we walk. You just went full 180. <laughs> and the sweet smells really entice us on a day to day. So we have to keep our windows closed or we might launch ourselves out towards the hot dog. Jeremy, big sausage guy. Yeah. So you're in Bethesda, though? Yes. In Bethesda, six weeks, then up to the Poconos. And then who knows from there? Just kidding. We're going to stay in D.C. Yay. <laughs> cool. That's nice. not far. The Swamp City. The Swamp City. Drain it, please. God, somebody do it. <laughs> Just one big drain. Let's circle it. Do you have a city that you liked, but kind of the most? I mean, I don't want to make other cities feel bad. And besides Lisbon, because... Okay, great. if I ever hit the lottery and I have $300 million at my disposal, you know where I'm going to go? I'm going to go to Geneva. I'm going to, you know what? If it's 250, that's fine. If it's 350, out of bounds. If I win the lotto, I'm going straight to Geneva, Switzerland. That city is something out of a fairy tale book. We touched down and it was like idyllic 1950s fairy tale land. Ooh. Plus a bunch Jeremy of saying some, getting off to a problematic start here. First, he says that the air is freer here and he wants to live in the 1950s. Yikes. <laughs> the American payday. Just kidding. Yeah, Geneva was super cool. So that was probably our favorite city that we visited, I think. Everything was three times as expensive as it should have been. You know, oh. I, I recently learned so Lake Geneva was not a naturally clean lake. And then the city of Geneva actually purchased the, the land around the lake, dumped a bunch of tax dollars into dredging the lake. To I thought they were going to dump more trash. Nobody no. dumps cleanliness. No, Max. That's just America that dumps trash into their lakes. And there were uh. other countries. <laughs> other countries actually invest into their infrastructure, cleaned their lake, and then all the tax dollars that they spent putting into the lake, plus buying all the surrounding land, 
because the land 10x in value because the lake is the cleanest in the world they actually made all their money back and now they just are sitting on this giant cash cow smart investments people this would never work in america i'm convinced your money work for you it would become a partisan issue very quickly i don't know which way it lands (laughs) the lake was always clean is there uh, anything interesting food-wise in Geneva? Like, what do the Swiss eat? I know Swiss cheese. Am I, am I racist for saying that? Fondue is a big thing. We actually went to a fondue place, and it was owned Ooh. by this lovely Swiss couple. And it was this old dude who was just slinging cheese in the back room. Um, and, and that's Hell exactly yeah. what we were looking for. So we get this fondue, and it was marked at 30 bucks. We're like, ah, you know, we're, we're going to ball out, whatever. So we get this giant pot of bubbling cheese along with bread. And we're both so happy and we start like dipping cheese in and then we're starting to get full and we're like two thirds of the way through the cheese pot. And Kate and I look at each other. And we're just like, ah, you know, all right. Like maybe we tap out on this one. Like we're, we're just going to get the check. So we like kindly flag the guy over. We're like, oh, like check, please. He goes, what do you mean? Check. We're like, oh, like we want to pay for the meal. Like, we're done. You're He's not like, finished till we say you're finished. He goes, you're not done. And he goes, no, you need to eat all of this fondue. We made it for you. And we're like, what? And then he sticks <laughs> with his wife. He's like, cut them more bread, please. And the wife, like, <laughs> we're like busting our guts right now full. And the wife goes more over. Fondue. She's like chopping more bread for us. And she like brings us over this whole new half loaf of freshly chopped bread. Came out like panicking. She relights the, the burner <laughs> underneath the fondue pot. And she's like, okay, like it's time for you to finish. And then <laughs> and we start eating our little retractable forks, which we thought were so cool, are now like the tools of our own destruction. And we're like <laughs> going in and poking the bread. And we ended up not being able to finish it. And the guy's like, you're not finishing. We're like, that's correct. We're not going to finish this meal. <laughs> we're standing all of up it or none of it. <laughs> and he looks at us. He's American. And then he <laughs> just takes the cheese pot away from us, mercifully. Wow. That sounds like a terrible heaven. Yeah, they go hard. And then we realized that the 30 bucks was a per person because they had a tiny little PP right to it. So 60 bucks for a pot of cheese that we didn't finish. And shame. What about a full Bad belly? Day to be lactose intolerant. Or a full belly. And Jeremy Baum, who is lactose intolerant. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that was a couple a couple extra lactate pills that day. Couple <laughs> Pills. That's why exactly. do you all do this to yourselves like you know you can't it's not just jeremy it's like it's i think so i saw late. i saw a post online the other day that someone was like give me any other illness except for lactose intolerance and the person goes because y'all are warriors <laughs> <laughs> and i respect that i am a warrior thank you listen removing, I cheese, removing cheese is a whole it's removing a whole spectrum of flavor you just can't do that and right. full Oh, yes. The flavor of cheese. You know it well, I hope. Yeah. Max, what have you been up to? Yeah, so pretty fun weekend. Another sports and friends filled weekend for me. I was at the Orioles-Yankees game on Friday night. For um, Was that a... Sister and brother-in-law and some of her friends. was fun wearing all my O's gear and just talking shit the whole time, even though the Orioles are terrible. <laughs> but we won that game. And Aaron Judge still didn't hit his 60-second home run. So wow. it's funny that all of their the Yankees fans just leave when his last at-bat is done. They don't care <laughs> about the game, which is funny. <laughs> was he walked? It like, must be nice to already time? be in the playoffs. What did you say, Max? Did they walk him, like, basically every time? No, actually. We were pitched, like, but the entire stadium boos any time a ball is thrown, even if it's not intentional. <laughs> like, like, they can't throw a strike every time. Try to shame them. Yeah, shame the pitcher. The people want bombs. They don't care about balls. Right. It's true. 
Had you uh, um, been to then, the uh, stadium before? Yeah, I've been to Yankee Stadium before. It's 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 all right. <laughs> it's not a not a ballpark. Sure. Wait, no, but um, it is, right? No, but you know the definite like you know the difference between like a stadium and a ballpark, right? Uh, one is in Baltimore and one isn't. Siskin, I no, don't so know. Well, please. The technical definition is that a stadium is fully enclosed and like concrete, oh. whereas like a ballpark is actually open. All um, right, you got me. So that, that's for, like technical, but it's also a feel. It's a vibe, you know. If you've ever seen a game at Camden Yards, you know very quickly the difference between that and if you go to a game at the new Yankee Stadium, which is like literally they have a whole section that's like their club level where it's literally just like a restaurant with like linen tables and a nice fine dining restaurant where people just go and they sit there and they watch the game. That's not how you watch a baseball game. No, no. You know, sucking down lobster and like at a, at a linen cloth table, like get out of here. No. That's, that's gross. Down on but yeah, so that was Friday and then had a friend's birthday last night where we ate way too much Italian food and then went to this bar in Chinatown. That was actually a lot of fun. Any uh, like special drinks that were ordered or I'm curious what you what you order at a ballpark as well. Okay, so well, <laughs> the ballpark ordered lots of beers, obviously. Well, oh, I need to back up before the game. We actually went to a, it's a Yankees bar, but it's in the back of a bodega, which is, it's just really fucking awesome. (laughs) And so we go and you just like, it's a normal bodega in the Bronx. You go and you just like, you grab a beer from the cooler. They put it in a brown bag for you. And then you walk all the way to the back of the bodega through their like walk-in freezer. (laughs) And then like outside they have a little like patio. And then people are just like smoking blunts and like blasting (laughs) music. (laughs) It's a fun time. That's awesome. That's But then drinks wise on Saturday, you know, oh, the Italian place we went to was BYOB. So there was wine flowing. We were were slapping the bag in the street like... (laughs) And then drank a lot of different Japanese whiskeys at this bar in Chinatown. Sounds like a great time. that's been my weekend. Then watched the Ravens lose in horrendous fashion, you know. But how about you, Max? How's your weekend been? I mean, my weekends have been just like wedding. And it's the week too. I'm averaging three meetings a week slash weekend just for the wedding with like third parties. I was on a call with the DJ the other day. And I'm going like task to task. I'm like working on seating chart, writing down the ceremony stuff, One track going mark. on this call with the DJ. And I'm like, what are we like? What are we even talking about? What What is this about? And like, uh, he like creating a vibe, Max. I'm like rattling off things, and he's like, Yo, calm down. Like it's gonna be, <laughs> it's gonna be good, man. Like relax. Let's just breathe. And I'm like, Oh my god, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to drag you into my world. <laughs> Max has a mental breakdown on a call with a DJ. <laughs> no, I mean, like, it's been like that. Um, but I things are going very well. I mean, well I don't because I've never planned a wedding, but I can imagine that it's stressful. Things are going very well overall. But um, good. Yeah. What else? So, working at the court has been interesting. I recently found out that my judge can officiate weddings and does occasionally when asked. So, uh, mid breakdown, you're just like, Hmm, should we just have done it this way? <laughs> yeah. uh, one of my uh, former coworkers is getting married by the judge, like the floor below us on Monday, and I might be a witness. 
So like that just that just comes up in my day to day now, and I'm just a little surprised, honored. Take copious notes on how the wedding is performed as the witness. As <laughs> your like job, it. yeah. Having your wedding officiated by your boss probably makes some really weird crossover work wedding nightmares. Yeah, mm. yeah. Like that, your boss will be in every image of your most beautiful moment <laughs> forever. Uh, hey, yeah, that's something that you're into. If you turned in all the paperwork on time, you might be, but I mean, I don't know. <laughs> Beyond that, uh, I'm finding solace in uh, Maryland and Giants sports right now. The Giants are three and one. Maryland is what, four and one? Two and oh against the spread in the Big Ten. Against the spread in the Big <laughs> we Ten. We love covering the spread. <laughs> ATS so, is the real team, anyway. Who cares about the score? So I'm just, I'm amped on all of that. I don't care if the memories we made along the way. I don't care about the long-term consequences of draft picks or like, I mean, I'm just happy that, that this is happening at all. Caring about draft picks is for bad teams. We are a good team. Yeah. And I'll believe that until it's like brutally obvious, not yeah. even like read in between the lines. Like it needs to, there needs to be a dumpster fire outside my window that says giants suck for me to like, Oh my God. What was yeah. I thinking getting on a call with two delusional Giants fans? <laughs> <laughs> All right, okay, Ravens lose to the Bills, but yeah. All right, anyway. Yeah, um, Dude, I don't the Ravens the Ravens the Ravens subreddit is burning down today. <laughs> Why? Everyone's I mean, like fire Harbaugh, like get get rid of everybody. Like it's so funny. <laughs> How do they feel about Lamar? It's like, "All right, guys, the truth is somewhere in the middle here. Let's like calm down a little bit." <laughs> Yeah, you lost oh, yeah. one game barely. Well, two. The Dolphins game is is a bad one as well. But they're mm-hmm. two good. There's are two good teams, the Dolphins and the Bills. So you know, it's just I don't like losing in horrible fashion like that in a game that we were and should have won. So that's my feelings on that. How are Ravens fans feeling about Lamar these days? It's like again, it's very like what's the word like mercurial, like <laughs> like it's very up and down. It's. Like, he plays well, but then people are, of course, always just going to pick everything apart. Yeah. Like, he, how many touchdowns did he have today? Like, three? But then throws one interception right at the end, and so that's what everybody talks about. <laughs> well, actually, he had two interceptions today, but the one at the end is the one people are talking about. But in any event, we live to fight another week, both in our actual fandoms and our fantasy fandoms. How are you guys finding the fantasy season so far? Not good. <laughs> it's not it's Jeremy not. is a is a member as well as, as Max and I of uh, La Liga, which is our fantasy football league, and things are going interestingly. <laughs> the new rule changes have actually impacted me greatly. Two wins up for grabs in every week, which I hate that it's been three weeks and I'm one in five. Why is that? <laughs> Anytime that you want to trade, I am I'm wide open. Fun fact about the league, Siskin has not made a fantasy football trade since it started. Why? Oh yeah, I don't trade in fantasy. We'll save this one for the game later, but which is coming up. But I will I will we'll talk about that. <laughs> okay Jeremy do you have anything else you want to talk about like your weekend I felt like we were kind of uh forcing you to talk about Swiss food oh yeah no we can come back around we I was circling back no no I don't I don't think so I've got three weddings in four weeks oh yeah so we just did one coming up we did one last night which was fun and then we've got Tucker's this coming weekend which I am vibrating with excitement for. I'm so excited. That's right. Former, former guest of the pod, Tucker Lurie, getting married this upcoming weekend. If you're listening to this episode, it will be the day after this episode drops. So that is the plan. 
Yeah, uh, Max yeah big, big preview for Tucker's wedding. Then we got Max's coming up in a few weeks. Oh, They're yeah. going to be a child bride. Great. But yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing else to say about that, guys. So. How was the uh, plane ride? Like, was it direct or was it like a hassle? How about Did that you, ride uh, in? You the see any crazy was, people in the airports? The ride was good. Honestly, the, the ride over to Lisbon was way more, we'll just call it haphazard, than the ride back. <laughs> we had a red eye. The, so the, the flight was seven hours and we flew into Morocco. So we took Air Morocco, Royal Air Morocco which highs and lows on Royal Air Morocco. Highs are, it has by far the best airplane food that I've ever had. You get this full of chicken and potatoes and bread and yogurt and dessert, and it's wonderful. They, and you get They the, come down the aisles of the plane with a bubbling vat of cheese again. <laughs> <laughs> just spilling as the turbulence goes. It's just the Kill Bill music starts again. My nightmare. Uh, <laughs> No, uh, the flight over, I was trying to sleep, but there were these children that were playing tag on the airplane with no adult supervision. I woke up and there was a boy's shoe next to me. And I just looked down. And I was like, who lost their shoe on this plane? Before a kid zips by and goes and grabs it. <laughs> <laughs> so that was Royal Amarok on the way there. But all the children were well behaved on the way back. I watched The Prestige. Great film. That's a top tier airplane film right there. Top tier airplane film. Yeah, absolutely. But nice. no, travel largely uneventful, exactly how I like it. Yeah. yeah. We do not like our travels to be filled with uh events. That's true. As no, as most as most of our friends and listeners probably know from my many travel issues. Cisco, why don't you tell everybody about the, the bus story? I'm not telling the bus story again. Short version. Come on. Come on. Short version is I was on a trip from New York to DC for Maryland homecoming. This is how many years ago is this at this point? Like a while ago. Uh, and I basically, I stopped at a rest stop to get Wendy's. It took too long. Missed getting back on the bus, lost all of my stuff. <laughs> so, you know, a prison of my own making. I did get most of the stuff back though. So, you know, that's good. What about the Wendy's? The Wendy's was average at best. Well, yeah, because you're choking down tears as you bite in. <laughs> Not worth it. Wendy, sponsor us. Give us free stuff. Bad Wendy's. Yeah, so we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we are playing the game of the week. So stick around. Fast forward through those ads if you don't want to hear them, but I'm sure that you do. And we'll be back in a flash. Max and Max in the morning. Hey everybody, come on down to Tax Knickknacks and load up on tchotchkes this fall season. We've got tiny little owls, sort of silver looking, a plastic shoe that doubles as a candle holder, little dogs made out of ceramics, woof. Heck, we even got tiny little giraffe hand puppets. Folks, I'm telling you, nobody else has three inch cat statues, heart shaped boxes, and quartz looking seashells like we do. This holiday season, Break the mold. Stop being a stereotype, blaming out of shape. Come on down to Tax Knickknacks and turn your life around today. I gotta tell you guys, you haven't seen a shop like Tax. He's got all the nicks, he's got all the knacks. And you know who I have to thank for showing me Tax Knickknacks? That's Max. Tax, send us free stuff. Thank you. We are back. 
I'm Max Siskin, joined as always by Max Berger, and we're joined by Jeremy Baum today. Oh, ow! And we are back playing this week's Game of the Week. And I'm going to explain today's game, which is called Love It or Hate It. Uh, in this game, the person who is the, I don't know, the love it or hate it czar, if you will, says a person, place, thing, idea that they either love or hate. Basically something they have a strong opinion about. And the other two players are going to guess how that person feels about that person, place, thing, idea, or opinion. So we can kick things off as an example. The first one I'm going to say is subtitles. So when you're watching a movie or television show in your own home, the idea or the thing of putting subtitles on while you're watching. Discuss. I'll, I'll start uh, by saying that subtitles are dumb. They either are too large and get in the way of the viewing experience oh. or are too small and get in the way of the viewing experience by you having to like concentrate on something else that's too small that you can't even read. At the end of the day, wh why are you watching TV if you can't hear the TV? It just doesn't make any sense to me. And I, I, I mean, I don't enjoy that, man. He's mixed too. <laughs> I might offer an, an opposing viewpoint. I oftentimes watch TV with subtitles on. And as a person with bad hearing, I don't want to need to struggle to try to hear the TV. And sometimes I don't like to blast it because that leads to other problems. And sometimes subtitles are just don't a nice... Don't want to be inconsiderate, Max. Don't want to be inconsiderate. I mean, okay, I was not expecting that he'd have hearing <laughs> issues. But yeah, I'm a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta plug my hearing aid directly into the, into the TV. I don't know. I think Siskin is like a purist when it comes to TV and does not want his viewing experience interrupted by words on the screen. So I think he is a hate it. So you're both I, going with hate it. I think we're both going with hate it. Well, congratulations, because you are so wrong. Wow. <laughs> I love subtitles. You on don't television. agree with me? And it's basically for exactly the reasons you guys, not what Max said, but basically what Jeremy <laughs> said, that I am a purist when it comes to television. But because of that, I don't want to miss any, um, you know, I might miss a word or phrase. There's important exposition and plot points often in subtitles that are not conveyed just through normal audio. Max, I do take your point that they can get in the way. And formatting of subtitles is often shoddy at best. I will agree with that. But in general, love subtitles. I cannot watch any prestige television show without them. There are exceptions, obviously, to this love for subtitles. Like, I would not put them on for sports or, you know, a lot of people don't put them on for, like, comedies, which I, 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 I do most of the time. But I could see that being an exception as well. But, yes, love subtitles. That is the I will die on. I was watching Rings of Power, and I think the closed caption guy got a little excited because in one scene there was a bunch of orcs, and he just typed in orcs gurgling excitedly. <laughs> nice. Aww. See, you don't get that kind of content just from the audio alone. It's true. That's the sprinkles on top of the cake right there. Exactly. So who right. wants to go next? I guess I'll go. So you are a restaurant, you serve brunch, and you put grilled cheese on the brunch menu where you expect, you know, hungover people in their 20s to come. Grilled cheese on that brunch menu. I think Max's explanation kind of gave away how he feels on it, but I'm going to say that Max hates this. But my, my personal opinion is that grilled cheese on any restaurant menu is dumb because that's something i could make very well on my own at home it's cheese and two slices of bread like why do i need to pay 25 dollars for that i won't ever understand that so that's my feeling and i think that max hates it 
So it's not necessarily that you can't make it at home. It's just that sometimes you would never think to make it like the restaurant does unless you get a whole new flavor experience. That's fair. And look, there are fancy grilled cheeses out there. I'm not saying that there aren't, but... I think Max loves variety and thus is pro-grilled cheese. So I'm going loving it. I do love it, actually. I just got a lot of shit for it when I ordered it at Hungover Brunch the other day. So addressing these, it is usually one of the cheaper items on the menu. So if anything, you walk away, like you're going to order something there anyway. Max, how much was it? How much was it on the brunch? Oh, I don't know. Like, it's just like $10, but it came with a side of tomato soup. They also like, they zhuzh it up. Like I would never make it that decadent at home you know it's a treat when they make it um but i just got so much shit for ordering it for brunch and i don't understand because grilled cheese is delicious and like if your tummy isn't feeling good you just want something simple just want a little bit of number cheese and cream for the lactate boys (laughs) yeah Yeah. max you've got one life to live i say if you want to get the grilled cheese you get that grilled cheese yeah i have no problem with you ordering it I would again. I probably would have been in the camp that was giving you shit, though. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. I, All right I, Jeremy, you got one? I'll, I'll start nice and simple. Black jelly beans. Licorice flavor. <laughs> oh, we're, we're diving into the deep end. <laughs> <laughs> I, I personally despise them with a burning passion. <laughs> but Jeremy's a sociopath, so he probably loves them. <laughs> yeah, I also... And, but as a quick aside, if you're into licorice and you've never been to Denmark before. Basically every snack food or candy that they have, I using candy very loosely with air quotes, is basically black licorice. And one of their most famous treats is called like salt fish. And they're basically licorice Swedish fish, but they have like a salt coating on them. Oh. <laughs> and just... Salty black licorice. <laughs> But yeah, I hate them, and I think that Jeremy loves them. Yeah, I really don't like them, but Jeremy's a stone-cold killer, so it's a hard read. <laughs> he does enjoy Fernet, and I enjoy Fernet, mm. but, so maybe he can still hate licorice. He's wearing a black shirt. This is really hard. It's hard. I'm going to go with the regular black hat. If, if both of us dislike that flavor, he probably dislikes it too. I'm going to go with hate it. I think Max Siskin peered into the window of my soul and saw me who yep. I really am. I love black jelly beans. And oh, I'll tell you, I knew it. I'll tell you why. It's because when you open up that fresh pack of Jelly Belly jelly beans and you start popping them, you're getting a lot of flavors, but they're all kind of in the same realm. You got your peach. You got your pear, you got your cherry, and you're like, all right, this is a delicious fruit cocktail, but is it all the same? And then, blam, you get a black jelly bean, and suddenly you're rocketed into another ecosystem. So, it's yeah, I this podcast that we've ever had. <laughs> but, no, I know another reason why Jeremy likes them, because he likes being the guy who's there to receive all of your black jelly beans that you're not going to eat. He loves that feeling of like you're getting like a free one, like just for you. <laughs> I'm sorry, Siskin. Do you not like free candy? No, I, of course helpful. I do. Who doesn't? Oh, oh okay. <laughs> I'm, no, I'm saying that's why you like them, though. <laughs> or just another reason. I mean, it's also just simple. You like the taste of them, and that's, you know, your own sociopathic tendencies. Damn right. And I've had those salted jelly, uh, the, the salted licorice candies before, and they are delightful, but kind of intense. Really? Where did you have, where can these be bought just here? My old oh, job, sure 
my old job used to get this uh like uh it was like international candy and snack of the month box and we got one from norway and the nor uh the norwegian kids are really into this salted licorice candy so we had this bag floating around and there was probably 15 of us that would partake we would all chip in and then it was just me and this one other guy that liked them so we just sat next to each other for a week and we just snacked on just licorice candies it was great yeah, see, culture goes both ways because we introduced Danes to peanut butter and jelly, and they hated that. So you know, they don't like that. <laughs> weird. Different strokes for different folks. Oh, it's back around to me. Okay, so teased it earlier, but we're gonna do this one now. The double wins, double losses in our fantasy league rule. <laughs> Should we maybe explain the concept to to the listeners that don't know? What yeah, we're talking? go ahead. So in fantasy football, you're matched up one-on-one each week, and it's just most points scores the win and loser gets a loss. But in the two wins per week leagues, you get the head-to-head win and loss. And then also, if you're in the top half of the league in total points scored, you register another equal win. And then if you were in the bottom half, regardless of whether or not you won or lost your week, you register a loss. We all know how stupid they are. It's a sport. Like, what sport are you counting how many points you score? It's about winning, beating your opponent. It's frankly, it's unnatural. And I don't really enjoy being a part of that. That's not how, oh my God, I don't want to rant, but it's it's really dumb. Go off, like, gang. Chess, it, you just play the winner. You're not counting how many pieces you take. Soccer, you're counting goals. Like, you're counting wins, not goals basketball you don't tally up how many points you got at the end of the season for like playoff births like what is this it's a sport yeah it's not fair all the time there are are lucky breaks every week that's part of the sport so i understand why people want this because you know you can't play defense in fantasy football i personally hate it because i like the randomness factor i don't like being able to lean back on oh well i tried my best I want that head-to-head excitement. It makes it all a lot more vanilla. Yeah. Yes. So I'll just go ahead. I hate it too. I think it's dumb. Yeah. (laughs) Again, I I understand it, but it's, I mean, it's also just my own selfishness. Like my team isn't great. So like, I don't like seeing an extra loss every week. (laughs) Uh Oh, just like, it's already sad losing normally. (laughs) I don't want to lose twice. It's very stupid, too, just at a very basic level. I don't like that the wins and losses don't match up to how many weeks have been in the season. <laughs> it's like I can't keep track of time anymore, and then I've lost all sense of boundaries and everything collapses. I did not realize that you hinged your psyche so closely to the fantasy football season. <laughs> don't we all, Jeremy? Yes, but some of us and know more. if you don't, you're not that. doing it right. Siskin, is now a good time to bring up your absolute aversion to fantasy football trading? Oh, yes. You're right. I meant to do trading, but I did the wins losses instead. So we can do that. <laughs> trading in fantasy football. How do I feel about it? I'll just double down. We'll do two in a row. I mean, well, you we know that you've never traded, so that doesn't mean it. that I that I hate it. No, you don't, you don't know. What, how does that not mean that? <laughs> He's never found the right trade, Max. Could be. No, Siskin gets too emotionally attached to his players. He will. Oh my God. <laughs> I wear my heart on my sleeve, Jeremy. They're not real. Those are my guys. We're in that locker room every week. You don't understand. You drafted those guys. They're zeros and ones. I've seen them from the start all the way through. He incubated those careers. That's right. But yes, I I don't hate fantasy trades. I've just won. Yeah, it has to be right. And they very rarely are. 
I've been burned a lot in the past when I was younger and did not know much about football. Used to get fleeced by some of my friends. So there's like some old bullying wounds there. (laughs) But again, I'm not super binary on this. I don't like hate them. I just like, yeah, I, I tend not to do them. Well, I think they're fun, but sure, <laughs> if you don't want to do them, just, you know, because it's a two-way exchange. If you don't, if you think it's unfair, then you will be like, okay, well, how about for this player? Like, it's more of a conversation than a take it or leave it a lot of the time. Right, for sure. But not getting burned. I need my guys and my guys only. Not for him. And Jeremy, circling back to something you said before there, too, that I meant to bring up. Not playing defense in fantasy football. I've been saying it for years. Let's switch to a defensive league. You draft defensive players and then you stream offenses. I've been saying it. Oh, geez. <laughs> Get a completely different fantasy football experience. <laughs> Just waiting for tackles and sacks all game. Who does Lamar draft? Everybody keeps talking about. I got Jihad Ward in my ILB slot. <laughs> Oh, no, Patrick Queen missed another tackle. What the fuck? <laughs> like, how is nobody talking about this? <laughs> if James Bradbury runs another cover too high, I'm going to lose it. <laughs> exactly. A whole new element to the game. But I guess I'll never get enough votes for that, even though we got enough votes somehow for two wins and two losses. <laughs> oh, we didn't. We didn't. Oh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't bring it up. Don't pick these old scabs and finally heal. The wound is still open, if listeners couldn't tell. But Max, you got another one that you want to do for love it or hate it? Yeah, sure. My last one. Vegetable burgers that are like supposed to taste like meat. Is this all vegetable burgers or is there a specific kind that... Just veggie like? burgers that are like supposed to taste like meat. Like just no. your Impossibles or your yes, Beyond Burgers. That's just those. Yeah. Okay. That's one of the... Not, a vet, not like a black bean burger Correct. or something like that. Oh, oh okay. Are you talking about the so, meat itself or just in burger form intended to be served as a burger? Both. I mean, just like the all that of is it. the concept. Yeah, like the concept, the how people eat it, the however you want to take this. So I like them and I don't mind them. And I think, you know, they're helpful for the environment. But I think Max hates them because they're unnatural and against meat. And he's a purist in that regard. And I think he views them as an unholy science experiment. <laughs> See, I I think Max likes to tap into the dark magic that is the Impossible Burger. I think maybe as a one-to-one strict meat replacement. What? Just his face when you were saying that. He's like, oh, yeah, I do like dark magic. (laughs) (laughs) I I think maybe, you know, a weak substitute for actual meat because everybody knows that Max's carnivore palate is absolutely tuned up. But just on our last episode, go check it out with Mitch Vetterman. He regales us with a story of how he ate way too much charcuterie. No, that was an accident. That was an accident. (laughs) Trapped in heaven. But I think if my friends keep getting trapped in forced bed places, what's going on? In good situations that they're unable to get out of. All right, too much, too much. Opportunity is preparation meets luck. But here's what I think. I think although it is a weak substitute for meat, I think... Max Berger really likes playing with a whole palette of flavors. So I think this is really just a, another color on his palette. So I think he loves it. Yeah, I do love them. Just because I'm trying to eat less meat. And like I have been for, I don't know, I'm not going to say too long, but they do taste like meat. So they are tasty because meat is tasty, but I don't have to actually know that this was taken from a cow. It's bodily flesh when I eat my lunch. Yeah. And that's exactly how I feel about them, too. But I was completely wrong about how Max felt about them, I guess. 
Well, like, I don't get people that are saying, like, why are we doing that? Like, either eat a veggie burger or eat a hamburger. But, like, a veggie burger doesn't taste like a hamburger. I, sometimes right. I want a hamburger, but I also still don't want to kill a cow. That's where it an impossible is. Making the impossible happen. Impossible yeah. burger sentence freestyle? Jeremy, you got one more to take us home? I do. This is kind of a long one, so buckle up. So I'm gonna I'm gonna put you all and the listeners a hypothetical. So let's say let's say you're in the market to find a new apartment to live in, and you're looking around and and you're in a high cost of living city, and you're like, damn, like I'm trying to stretch my dollar, and this is hard. You come across a listing, and that listing says we are offering you a house that is normally unaccessible, normally four times what your normal amount of rent is. It's got a hot tub on the roof. It's got multiple bedrooms, it's got an office, it's got a beautiful TV, it can come pre-furnished. The caveat, oh, and it's in a great location. The caveat here is that the landlord for eight weeks of the year is going to come live with you. It is their house and (laughs) want to live out of state, but sometimes they need to do some business travel. And instead of getting an Airbnb, they would rather just stay in their house with all their stuff. So beautiful house, but otherwise it's completely within your price range. What do you think? It's in your it's in your high cost of living city. No, nope, that's my yeah. first question. Yeah. And then my second is so it's not eight weeks in succession. It's they just pop in and out little see, that's key for me. That's why I hate it. I would almost prefer it if it was just the eight week block and you knew like, oh, Mr. Landlord's gonna be here, you know, all fall long, like you know, September and October every year. <laughs> it is eight individual one week periods and okay. you get one week heads up prior. All right. That's not as bad. I mean I still I still don't like this, but Jeremy loves it. <laughs> Again, loves the deal. No, I think he hates it. I mean, I, I wouldn't enjoy it. Like freedom is worth something. Like and a week's notice, like it is one thing if you like knew these all a year ahead of time, like that's way better, but that's just, it's a freedom thing. And yes, freedom is in the air here, as Jeremy says, Apparently. but it's never enough. It's never enough. And I need it. I think he needs it. While I do love a deal, I also like keeping both of my kidneys. I hate this idea because- Whoa, I'm- whoa, whoa. What do the kidneys yeah. have to do with it? Because <laughs> think for one second that you let this man into your house and you are not waking up with him and a steak knife hovering over you being he like- He owns the house. Which is exactly why it's terrifying. He knows where all the shit is hidden. He has you right where he wants. <laughs> you think it's a long, elaborate scam. For he knows all the secret passageways. I think it, it's a drawn out organ harvesting scam. <laughs> wow. The reason I bring this up is because because this was inspired by an actual Reddit post on r slash Washington, D.C. And it was a guy offering this exact thing. And my my first instinct was, wow, this is a great deal. And I actually messaged the guy. And then I realized later, I'm like, oh, shit. Did I just open up a pathway for me to get myself killed? So So. Jeremy's going to be living in a house with a landlord for eight weeks a year. (laughs) Come check it out. And he probably needs an extra security system. And if you don't hear from me for over two weeks at a time, please help me. A literal cry for help. <laughs> oh yeah, is this? Oh shit, should we be doing some? Don't do it. <laughs> don't the take mo- the deal, Jeremy. What's the Morse code blinking thing for help me? Oh, I get it. For yes, two for no. All right, I've got, a, I've got a whole mess more of these. We'll just do rapid fire, love it or hate it with Jeremy. All right, we, we can do a bunch of rapid fire ones. This is perfect. You ready? Yeah. All right, renting a lake house, and they have multiple signs that say the lake. 
at the house as art. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of creepy. I would I would get freaked out. Like no. Um. Yeah, I hate that. I think it's hilarious though. Jeremy, nothing for me. I think I think you hate it too. Hate it. But it is my biggest pet peeve when I rent. I think it is atrocious. You need pillows and signs and other things that show where you are. Where they dump the bodies. In case the giant lake outside of your window was not a hint enough. The lake is a state of mind, Jeremy. God, you're one of those people. All right, I'm going to the next one. (laughs) Laugh, love. Next one, city scooters. I think you love them. I absolutely despise them, though. I think they have a they have a niche in the uh, city ecosystem. Like they wouldn't exist if people weren't using them. So what are you gonna hate? Like you you know that's that's the times. Like you go with it. All right. Survey says used to love them. Now I hate mm. them. They are okay. the mosquito of public transportation, living by right. no rules and no na- uh, no natural predators. And they suck your blood, right? And they suck your blood. They just show up out of the blue in your city. You'd never asked for them. They're just a plague. What else we got? Uh, the last season of Game of Thrones. I enjoyed it. I think, I mean, anyone that, look, <laughs> how could you not enjoy it? I know I'm in the minority here, but that show is not good for multiple seasons from like a writing critics yeah. perspective. But I did not care because at that point I was multiple seasons into just having the time of my life. So invested. Like, of course I enjoyed the last season. I enjoyed all of it. So I I bet you felt that I completely agree with you, actually, Max. I view the show also in totality, not by, like, the acts of one season or even the last few. And so, yeah, I love Game of Thrones. Therefore, I love the last season. And warts and all. But I think Jeremy hates it. I actually love the last season of Game of Thrones. This is very strange. All three of us have taken a counterculture. We are learning things about our friends today. (laughs) No wonder we're so close. We finally found the kernel of our friendship. Why did you like dangling by a thread? (laughs) I thought that there was forces outside of the actual show itself that obviously influenced a shorter Game of Thrones run. And I thought that the directors actually did a pretty admirable job with what they were uh, given, which was a certain number of episodes. Plus, they absolutely blew the budget out. The fights were fun. And plotline a little bit loose. Let's get real. That's not why you're watching the show. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Fast and loose with the text. All right, I got one last one. Uh, the Thanksgiving turkey trot slash 5K, morning of Thanksgiving. I pray I never marry into a family that does one of these. <laughs> I have I never we done one. We all hate these. No, Max, I love Max, you might love it. I love them, but like more as like a goal. Like I have not done one, but I, I do <laughs> admire them. Like it sounds... They're fun, man. Nothing like a 5K turkey trot. Like, absolutely not. Well, okay. I got to go on a run anyway that day. So why not Thanksgiving make it? Thanksgiving is for eating, not no, it's for the, running in cold fall weather. It's the morning of, right? Or is it the day after? It's the morning of. It's the morning of Thanksgiving. Even better. Like, then you eat your calories. Come on. Like, what's I the guess. problem here? <laughs> I also, it's a holiday. I want to sleep in. Like, you know, every, there's well, so no much wrong with it. It's a physical okay. activity. I don't like to exert myself that much. Like, <laughs> there's so much wrong with it. Jeremy, I think you hate them too, but Max loves them. Yeah, that that's correct on all counts. Absolutely. <laughs> I will not be partaking in a turkey trot. I will exercise the other 364 days of the year. But Thanksgiving is literally a uh, holiday for sloth and gluttony. Um, Dear me. <laughs> yeah. Why change your nature? That was fun. We all loved and hated out. Yeah. A couple others that didn't make the list include trampoline, donor kebab, 
tequila shots and marshmallow fluff. Most of them were pretty good. I don't know what we would have talked about with trampolines, but I liked the rest. <laughs> <laughs> things up there i'm max siskin i'm max Berger, and that was another amazing episode of jeremy say it with us max and max in the morning thanks as always to anchor for sponsoring the podcast if you're in the mood to make create and circulate your podcast there's no easier place to go than anchor.fm log right on and get started today thanks to jeremy for joining us check out the blog at max and max in the morning.com no more dot wordpress anymore just.com so check it out for all of your exclusive content needs and we will see you next time we decide to do this guys how does this work what what do we do very what do I my hand? This is new territory for me. I'm exploring my kingdom still. I've, I've heard of this chaos system, and I just <laughs> I would like the to chaos know. chaos system? What story is part of the formula to? that makes this work, Jeremy. Yeah, I don't know how much detail you want, Jeremy. This is starting to yeah. become content. No, let's do it. Uh, can I get a glass of water, and then I'm ready? Ugh, these guests and their needs. Can't live with them. Does it usually All right, we're... up a little bit more? Depends on the guest. Yeah, there's no format. No format. I don't want the I don't want the episode to seem thin. All right. I didn't know what the protocol there was. There's very little protocol here. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I figured.